the chorus to Can't Stop, the latest single released by London, Ontario-based rockers Heart Attack Kids. Heart Attack Kids originally started as a two-piece punk band made up of lead singer and guitarist Jared Alul and drummer Nathan Stock in 2013. Their high-energy rock music really transferred well to their live performances, and the band would sign their first record deal in 2016 with Underground Operations, and subsequently release their first full-length album, No Future. The band would eventually switch labels and sign to Toronto-based indie label New Damage Records, and release their second full-length album, Bad Luck Like Gold. Not long after releasing this album, Nathan announced that he would be leaving the band. On good terms, mind you, he wanted to dedicate his time to his now fiancé and start a new career in carpentry. Jared and Nathan are still good friends to this day. Jared didn't let this stop him from making music, and he quickly teamed up with longtime friend and bassist Craig Gignac and session drummer Mark Swan, and the three of them are currently working on new music. Can't Stop is the first single we've heard with the new lineup, but Jared hints that another single will be out before the end of 2020. I spoke with Jared about the history of the band, the new lineup, and new music he's been getting into. Uh, we even chat about the struggles of trying to stay fit during this pandemic. Here's my chat with Jared of Heart Attack Kids. Do you remember what you were doing when lockdown started to happen? Uh, I think I was working at home. We were like trying to plan a bunch of touring and stuff like that. But I was just like at my apartment getting ready to go. Actually, I think we were going to jam either the day before or after that okay. adjusted. Or it was after. It was like a couple days after we were like had planned to jam. And then we were like, oh, guess we can't do that anymore. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was just like a normal day. It's just kind of like I work from home as well. So I have like a I have like a side day job and then I do like the band stuff. So I was just like in this exact room, actually. OK, so, yeah. What, what do you do as your uh, your day job? Uh, I just like help a company with like back end accounts and stuff like that. Nothing oh, okay. very exciting. Probably like oh. the most unpunk thing ever. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's always so interesting, especially with Canadian artists, uh, everyone has to have a side gig. Obviously, like, your music's like, that's what you want to do. But then, you know, when, when you're not making music, especially right now, it's very interesting finding out, like, what people actually do. I was talking to uh, the Blue Stones and Tarek, the singer in the band. He's a chiropractor, a massage therapist, one of those oh, really? Sultan, I'm <laughs> sure. But, uh, yeah, which I was like, really? That's what you do? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's cool. awesome. That is so random and cool. So, yeah accounting back end that is totally cool too <laughs> there you go. i think it'd be pretty awesome to like if you had to go for like a massage or something and you just like walked in the room and you're like hey it's, it's the yeah. guy from the police stones like yeah yeah oh, exactly cool. that, that'd be pretty <laughs> sweet that'd be pretty sweet uh yeah. are you uh are you still based out of london yeah i live like right downtown london ontario nice okay cool yeah. i've actually yet to go to london i don't know any anytime i tell someone that they're just like you're not missing anything so i'm like I don't know. Oh, There's got to be some. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I don't know. I, I always uh, and I've like interviewed a few bands from London, and they always tell me it's pretty cool to go to. It's just uh, it's kind of <laughs> like a small town, big city type vibe. Yeah, I, I think it's probably a bit like Barry. I would imagine. Yeah, it's a little bit like Barry for yeah. sure. I like with the students and stuff like that. Like, so there's like Richmond Row, which is was where all the bars are and that okay. was just like that's where you go to like party and stuff like that right so i live like a side street like right off of that oh okay and it's but it's like surprisingly pretty quiet like where oh, i know it so yeah it's okay. pretty cool that's what i mean like you can go like one street 
Actually, at the end of my block, we have like uh, London's warehouse. Okay. So I know like Toronto has a uh, like the yeah. warehouse kind of thing. So we have yeah. that right there, and on the next like right beside it on the other side of the street is this place called Frog, and that's like one of the big student bars too. Okay. So. Yeah, so but like I can almost never hear it, so it's it's nice. Oh, that's good. That's super yeah. lucky for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a pretty sweet spot for sure. Yeah, how has things with the band been during all of this? It's been good. It's uh, we have been just like writing a new record this whole mm-hmm. time. Actually, so this room that I'm sitting in right now, like I, I have like the amp there, and I have like all my guitars and stuff here. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, so, like, actually at this desk, like, I work all day, and then when I need to record anything, like, I just record right here, too. Okay. I just do, like, I have a, I bought, like, a, uh, like, a amp box type thing, so I just, like, plug it in this whole desk full of gear and then record <laughs> silently and do a whole bunch of guitar tracks and stuff, so. That's cool. So, yeah. did you, did you record Can't Stop? Like, I guess the demo for Can't Stop there? Or? No, we did. So that one we did in uh, November, December-ish. At, okay. uh, so before yeah. things went to shit. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we'll get, we'll get into that. Before things went to shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the single uh, in a bit. But um, I noticed, too, from uh, just watching your guys' Instagram live thing, um, that wasn't at your place, right? That, that no, wasn't no, at no. Craig's place? Yeah, that was, that was at our bass player Craig's house. And, like... That house that he lives at is called the Foam Dome, which okay. is where, uh, that's where like a bunch of punk shows used to happen and stuff like that. Like it was oh, a big, cool. big house show type vibe there. Cool. Um, back when we did the Bad Luck Like Gold shows, uh, like all those like house show type things, we did the London show at mm-hmm. the Foam Dome. Oh, cool. So, and yeah. he lives... He lives yeah, there. Yeah, he lives at the foam dome. So. Oh wow, and it's not like broken. <laughs> I would no, imagine he's from like shows being there. <laughs> no, it's actually really it's in great shape for like oh, wow, a bunch cool. of people being in there. Well, I think now that it's just like, well, we can't do this for the next like forever. So yeah, we're gonna just clean this place up, and it looks really <laughs> it looks really nice. So right on. Yeah. Something I did want to ask you is: Have you seen what's happened to the band's website? No, like our band's website? Oh, dude, if you go to heartattackkids.com, I think it was like whatever your website was back in the day, it's your logo, but it's an Indonesian online gambling site now. Okay, I'm going to take one second, and I'm going to look at this really quick. Okay, let's see. Oh, I'm excited now. This is going to be pretty awesome. <laughs> I don't know. And like, that's oh your. <laughs> oh man, I yeah. had no idea. We set this. So we set this website up when we first got signed with Underground Operations, and then <laughs> we didn't like. We used it a lot then, but then kind of like when that uh, transitioned out, we kind of like lost. Because we never really had access to it. Like, they set this all up for us. Oh, so the dam- domain must have just expired. I guess so. And then, <laughs> But I love how the new logo is on here, too. Right? Yeah. So they've obviously, just, they were just like, oh, this is a great 
domain name and uh they just kept like kept wow. some stuff and i've stolen some stuff it's great the about us section is very uh it's very oh, fun too if you go on the if you went on hit transit i could read it to you it says uh, so about us we are the first anti-confusion site in indonesia that supports single people or people who are upset because of a broken heart so that you are not lonely or upset anymore you can visit us and get something fun and victory that you have never had so it wow. seems to be using gambling to get over heartbreak apparently that's what they're all about <laughs> i mean all right i guess if that's what is happening now that's kind of funny that the like even if you look at the top of like google that's like our logo yeah but they just put another heart over top of the other heart but it's just like a red. oh it's so good it is so funny oh, i uh man. i i spent some time going through this i was so confused at first and i was just like yeah. okay this yeah <laughs> that's the weirdest thing i've ever seen that just made my day a little bit i might okay, have to great. do something uh, about that later but like i don't know it's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny <laughs> yeah they oh, and they man. have like some they have some stats too of like how many people they have like over oh not now it's, it's back in indonesian so i can't read what it says but huh. anyway it's, they seem to be doing okay <laughs> yeah so might have to fight it <laughs> that's so funny yeah i might have to deal with that in some way <laughs> oh my god uh, oh man good. Oh, thanks anyway. for showing me that. I appreciate. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> that's pretty I, funny. I, I figured like if you didn't know it, know about it, like it would be, it would be funny. So yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, man. Let's uh, let's chat music. Let's talk about the new single. Yeah, that sounds great. Can't stop came out not that long ago. It came out August twentieth. From what I could gather uh, from your Instagram live again, I believe this was the first time co-writing lyrics. Yeah, so I co-wrote the song with a guy named Aaron Allen. He's a uh, he's actually now becoming a really big country music guy. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, we've known each other for a really long time. Like we, I've got most of my tattoos at his tattoo shop where we wrote the song. Okay. Um, he's been like I've known him for at least ten years now. Okay. So it's been yeah, and this is, is our he first a time. tattoo artist too, or does he? Yeah, so he's a tattoo artist, and uh, his wife Amy Allen is a really renowned tattoo artist around here. Cool. Um, yeah, like they're great. Everybody there is great. Heather Autumn works there too. The, ta the tattoo shop's called Taste of Ink. Taste of so Ink. Okay. Yeah. And what? Why has it taken this long to write something with someone else? You think? I don't know. It just like wasn't really something that. Uh, I had a, like I just had a really weird writing style. When I say weird, I'm sure a lot of people do it, but our writing style was kind of before when it was just the two of us would be like we would just it was more like a jam, mm -hmm. and then it turned into like whatever I was kind of like feeling that day or whatever I thought sounded cool that that's what we were singing about or just and like every time we would kind of jam, we just try like something different and then something would stick. Whereas like now, I was trying to kind of like separate um guitar and vocals because i okay. was getting into a habit where like my guitar line would be the same as like my vocal line okay and then in the studio i'd have to like break that but it's like a really hard thing to break like when you're already like doing that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so then uh i was trying to make you i was trying to figure out how to make you bigger because you're so tiny now <laughs> after i went there but um yeah I don't know. Oh, oh well. Uh, sorry, but um, yeah, like so. I was trying to figure out a way to 
like separate it. Okay. So then like you're like writing the lyrics and writing a melody and then writing guitar and then you have it like just like so there's more to it. And that's what I started working with Aaron as I we went and wrote the lyrics. I was like, I have these guitar parts and he's like, Well, let's just put the guitar down and do the melody and lyrics first. And right. I kind of came with a rough idea of like what the song was gonna be and then we just fleshed it out and then we piked up the guitar and started doing all that kind of stuff. One of the uh, one of the lyrics in the, in the song is something about like uh, wanting to hear that sound. And I was like, this isn't a tattoo shot. Is he talking about getting a tattoo and like hearing the needle, like the tattoo machine going off or? I guess it could be. I was like, <laughs> so I have this weird addiction of like buying music equipment and okay. I got like really out of control. And that had kind of like what it started as, but then we just like wanted to go deeper with it as like it's an addiction theme because it's like everybody okay. kind of deals with that they're addicted to something yeah for sure and it's but it like had started like that and then okay. but we wanted to kind of do it in a way where it was like i don't know if fun is the right word but we wanted it to be like upbeat dancey song right that you can like still talk about something that's like a little deeper at the same time deeper. yeah for sure yeah okay yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. That that makes so. That's what the the general theme of the song is about. Is a is addiction to in this case uh, buying sound equipment. That's me. That's mm-hmm. like my thing. Right. Um. But I wanted it to kind of like generalize to anything that anybody. Right. That has. Yeah. Okay. I'm picking that up now for sure. Yeah. And then the lyric video is is really cool. I I was like very excited to hear that it was actually done in proper stop motion style. Um. Yeah, Jonah killed it. Yeah, so did so Kimberly Mullen. Tell she me, did. tell me about how you uh, how you know Jonah and Kimberly. So I know I know Jonah. I had just met Kimberly, and they're together. But um, so we did a bunch of touring with Diner Drugs, mm-hmm. and the uh, the twin Jackson is in Diner Drugs, and Jonah is his twin. Oh, and okay. so Jonah does all of the Diner Drugs music videos, which if okay. I, you haven't seen those yet, like I have, awesome. yeah, yeah, I watched. Uh, so I watched them earlier today. They're so good. Yeah, I watched yeah. the uh, Rotting Fish. Is that what it was called? Rotten Fish. Rotting eggs. Rotting eggs. Rotting eggs. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, I watched that today, and I was just like, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I like uh, I like the Sasquatch video where they dress Jordan up like yeah. Sasquatch. <laughs> and he's like, good. I just wanted to rock. And <laughs> oh, that's cool. Okay, and yeah. then Kimberly is his partner? Yeah, it's, and so she did all the cartoons in the video. Right. So she drew all those. The high kick and, and yeah, all that. Yeah, the high kick. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Neat. So it, they did an awesome job. Like, I was blown away when they sent me the end result of the video it's just like oh man this is Did, had you had you like kind of discussed what the vision of the video would be yeah because we at the time um our drummer was in halifax mm-hmm. and uh she's no longer with the band now but we were trying to figure out a way then of like doing a video for this song um without all of us being in the same room because at that mm-hmm. point it was like really expensive and we were trying to like group when we were going to be together so like when we did um those songs we did them at beach road in godridge but we actually did two shows and then after this like the day after the london show we did like sorry we did like windsor london and then did a photo shoot in the morning of the london show but then the day after went 
to beach road at like 7 a.m mm-hmm. and then so we were just like trying to cram as much stuff as we could in like a certain amount of time right, right. and we just we couldn't get a video done so we were trying to figure out a way to have everybody like in there but then like not actually be there at the same right. time okay so animation is the way to yeah. go for that yeah okay okay that makes sense yeah yeah, Jonah and Kimberly really stepped up. They really did an awesome. Yeah, no, it's great. It's and like yeah, like I said, I'd gone kind of through Jonah's other stuff with his brother's band, but I I couldn't see anything that anything else that was animation. So yeah, I think this was his first one. He did a great job. He did a great job. I I come from like a film background, so uh, I love talking music videos, and it's always great oh, really? when there's nice. like a bit of a bit of a story behind it, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that that was that was really dope. When when you said your drummer, are you talking about Nathan or are you talking about Mark? Cuz I know there's been a bit of a switch up in the last few months. Yeah, so um Boris Angster did the drums on this single and uh the other single that we're going to release later this year. Okay. But and it, so Mark is our current drummer. Mark will be doing the drums for our third record. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, I'm trying to like, yeah, like piece things together just because. Yeah, uh, it's kind of a, it's a little bit confusing for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that new damage is also like they're still talking about the last record, so I was just like, this guy's not here anymore. What's going on? Yeah, well, he so he ended up leaving the band shortly after that record came out. Right. Yeah, so, it was like in August you made the announcement, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. he had decided to he like just so everybody knows, like Nathan and I are on like like we're still really good friends like we're still best buddies like right. we're gonna go have drinks together and like socially distance on thursday so oh wait good great okay yeah no yeah, we're still pals so everything's all good but yeah he just wanted to walk a different path and that's totally fine okay uh, we we found out that he was leaving the band like just before august okay yeah and then right. yeah and then he had gotten a new job so like we weren't gonna be able to do the touring that was based around like fest and stuff like that. So okay. we ended up having to cancel that. So what is he, uh, what is he doing these days then? Uh, he just got engaged. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So he got engaged. He's going to be going to school for carpentry, I think pretty soon. Oh, cool. Wicked. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's doing great. Oh, yeah. sweet. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Just doesn't want the, that rock star lifestyle, I guess. Well, you, you guys have been together for like 10 years as a band, right? At this point. This is like year eight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been a long time. And it yeah. was like up until um, like basically that August, it had just been the two of us doing right. stuff. So I'm kind of just like now um, that's kind of like the co-write stuff came into play then too. And like just trying to. Cause I realized we just did like the two of us, like bad luck, like gold started to open up the co-write stuff for us. Mm-hmm. Cause we wrote all those songs and then Liam came in as a producer and helped us like write better parts and like refine everything mm-hmm. so much better. So that was like our first like dip the toes in for co-writing. And then after Nate had decided to leave the band then uh, I just I'm just like kind of trying stuff out, you know. Like right, I'm just trying right. to be a little more open-minded with how to be creative, I guess. For sure, for sure. And I think in doing so, you're well. I had a really good time, kind of going through the entire discography. Um, oh, you guys, you guys have evolved like so much. Like, and it makes sense. Like when it was a yeah. two-man band, it was like more of a jam, like you said before. It was like it was more about like just punk rock, loud noise, and then just a lot of like yelling. 
And yeah. <laughs> then I noticed, I noticed your second album was like a bit more refined. And now the new single is even more so refined. And like you said, it's got a bit more of like an upbeat beat to it and vibe. And it's definitely like, it's, it's, it was very interesting kind of listening to everything in a short amount of time and just seeing that trajectory, that evolution, I guess, of uh, Heart Attack Kids. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, I just really wanted the new stuff. Like, I remember Dave Grohl talking about, um, I can't remember which documentary he was talking about, but he was talking about how they needed a song that has like a bounce to it. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I was like, the European market likes to bounce. They don't like to mosh, it's bounce. And like, that's right. kind of okay. what we wanted to get out of this new song. Right. Okay. Well, I think you, I think you achieved it for sure. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Thanks man. so much. And uh, you said, so there's one more single coming out this year? Yeah, so there'll be a new single probably October. Okay. Yeah, I think that's probably the right time frame between everything. So we're getting a video ready for that one, too. I'm not sure what it's going to be just yet, but we're making all the plans. Right. And then now we're writing for, like, our next record, which I want. I want to have it done in, like, ready to go for next year mm -hmm. how far into I, that are you at the at the moment would you say um well my plan is to kind of like just write as many songs as we can and then like start narrowing them down mm -hmm. we've been kind of doing them because we're like swapping files back and forth so much right we kind of just pick three and then just start to refine those three as much as we can mm -hmm. and then we'll go and we'll like we're sending them to new damage and like as a team like label and band deciding like which ones are the best ones and kind of mm -hmm. like picking and choosing but they're gonna be it's gonna be more of like a rock record I think. right it's still gonna have like that edge that uh the older records have but i think it's gonna be more like a rock and roll record like if you're a fan of uh like the helicopters or hives or yeah. anything like that that's kind of more like the style we're going for i think cool okay yeah, yeah. that's exciting for sure thanks yeah, i'm really excited about it it's like it's nice right now too and i want a bunch of musicians are kind of doing this too it's like it feels really good to be writing music right now and you're mm -hmm. like and you can if you're recording or whatever at home i find it's like very fulfilling to you're like, oh, yeah, I rewrote this, and I get to hear it right now, and it's right, like yeah. I don't have to wait right, or anything, you know? So Definitely. Yeah. Would you say, is this partly, you think, why the, the sound is changing a bit? Because you're you're kind of, like, giving your guitars and, like, the lyrics, and then Craig gets to play around. Like, that's something he brought up in the live thing again, was just, like, he's now able to kind of have free reign because he doesn't have anyone talking in his ear or anything like that for how the bass line should work. So now he can just like play around and be like, what do you think? And then you're like, oh shit, I wouldn't have even thought of that. That's great. Is it kind of like, like that yeah, sort kinda, of vibe right now? That's kind of what it's like. It's like, um, like what you just said, but it's weird because that means that it's like purely what he thought or like mm -hmm. Mark is like that too, where he'll send me something. And I'll be like, I don't know, maybe this wasn't it. Or sometimes it's just like, yeah, that was perfect. Let's do that 100%. Right. But it's cool to be like, okay, this is exactly what Craig thought. And then you put it in. This is exactly what Mark thought. Put it in. But it's also cool because then you can kind of, because we're all kind of new bandmates right now. Mm -hmm. It's cool that like we have that chemistry and we're not even in the same room, but like we can still do right. that and i think that's important too and it's nice right. to see that like 
it's like oh yeah we actually we work super well together and this is great cool yeah and it can only mean that like when you guys are able to be in the studio together it's probably only going to be better right yeah definitely i definitely noticed throughout all of this you know just like trying to run my business it's just zoom meetings are great but getting work done is just it's it's different like we've been like fine getting everything done but then when we were able to start working together and be in the same room it was just like that but like on steroids you know yeah, it's like an explosion at that point, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. to mention you're just like excited to see someone new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's I think that helps too, right? Yeah, yeah, you're like excited that you you're actually in the room with another person. Yeah. Instead, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, I wanted to kind of go through uh, a, a little bit of the origin story of the band. And yeah. I guess we've touched on a few things already. So, But I, I was very curious to know, before you and Nathan formed the band, were you guys just jamming for, for a while together? Like, there must have been some time before you were like, oh, let's start a band. Uh, was it you and him kind of from the beginning as you were making music? Yeah, so like in high school, we played in a band together and it was called 8-Bit Ghost. Okay. And it was like, that was like our, we were like 15, 14 years old, like playing. And at that point, I was just moving from St. Thomas to London. Okay. And so uh, our singer was doing like lifeguarding and Nathan was there being a lifeguard too. And then we had invited him to come and jam. And then I had actually moved to London, whereas the other team members were still in St. Thomas. So I had offered then to come in like, oh, we can work on the songs together. Mm-hmm. And then when they're, you know, when they're in town, we can play all together. And okay. that's kind of what we did. And we had just become like really good friends really quick and then ended up going to like the same high school together. And then uh, when that band started to kind of dissolve was like right at the end of high school. Mm-hmm. and so we were still we still had all our equipment in nathan's basement like his parents basement and we just decided well we both really like jack white and we like death from above and we like all these two-piece bands so why don't we just try to do it like that ah. yeah so we we just kind of like started we just kind of just didn't stop from when we were going before and actually it was funny because Single Mothers is from London, too. Mm -hmm. And at that point, we were, like, just discovering Single Mothers. Okay. And, like, to us, they were the coolest band in the world. Right, right. So it was like we saw this show at Call the Office. If you When you get to come to London, you'll have to go to Call the Office. That is a place I've heard of. Yeah, 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 for sure. So I took Nathan to his first concert, and it was Single Mothers in the Bronx at Call the Office. Sweet. And, like, that... I think watching that concert was like we just we were gonna be like these two bands. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I was like, these. This is it. So yeah. then we just were like, okay, let's just try and write this kind of music now, and then it kind of spiraled out of control. Like it, now we're here. <laughs> so what what was uh, the original band, and then when you guys started as a duo, how different was the music style? Uh, I mean, like the other stuff was like it was still like rock kind mm-hmm. of stuff. I think all that. If you want to check it out, it's on Bandcamp. Oh, really? If wanna, okay, cool. Yeah. If you want to hear our band from like 15 and 16 years old, like it's all on the camp stuff. <laughs> cool. Okay, sweet. And then what were you uh, what were you listening to growing up? So my dad listened to, well, it's like our dads kind of put music in our lap. Mm-hmm. And it was like, my dad was like Dead Kennedys, The Misfits, Danzig. Oh, um, 
yeah, yeah like cool he's dad. he's pretty big <laughs> yeah, metal cool head That's awesome. yeah. yeah he's a pretty cool guy um yeah what else did i listen to yeah basically like anything in that realm okay it's kind of like and then um nathan's dad was like acdc he really liked he's a a children's folk singer songwriter oh interesting okay yeah so he was like really into like folk music and like uh, bluegrass and stuff like that. But like the rock bands were a lot of like ACDC, Iron uh, Iron Maiden was a big one for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was kind of like just that mix. Okay. And if you listen to some of Nathan's drums and stuff like that, there's a lot of like influence from like the ACDC drumming and stuff like right, that. Right. Yeah. On first one, but it's like sped up ten times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's where, like, all the punk element came from, too, is, like, kind of my side. Right. And then, yeah, fit together well. At what point did you start working with Craig? Uh, that was later last year. Like, yeah. right after, probably, like, two months after Nate had decided to leave the band, I was, like, mm-hmm. I think I just wanted to, like, experiment with bass, and it was something I'd thought about for a little while. Because I was mm-hmm. getting to the point, you know, when you kind of like you start working on something and then you kind of hit a wall mm-hmm. where you're like, I wish I could do like guitar solos and it doesn't sound empty behind me. Or I wish I could do like leads on this and do mm-hmm. backups here. And it was just like becoming more and more like I want to make music that I actually need another person for. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like. I'd known Craig for a little while. He's a great bass player. He's got a great voice, great dude. And uh, I just I just asked him to start jamming. And like, we didn't have a drummer at that point, so I was just like, "Do you want to just like play the songs together, see what you think?" And then it kind of just went like that. Um, we ended up playing. Um, we played a new market show together, actually with Mark too. Okay. At that point, because we were still like trying to figure out drum stuff. And that was a lot of fun. There was It's funny, though, because I think that was like our ringer show a little bit because my okay. amps, there was like a dead patch cord, and I decided oh. to make a, like, a really extravagant rig for that show. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so like, at one point, I was just like singing, and I just went over to Craig's bass amp and turned it up almost all the way, and like he was just playing bass, and Mark was drumming, and I was just singing, and we're turned into whirlwind heat for like five minutes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I ended up figuring it out, but it was like, you know, in those tough show moments where you're like, I don't want to kill the vibe, but like, yeah, yeah, you just got to keep going. going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. It was fun, though. It was a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I also checked out uh, some of Craig's like solo stuff. Uh, he just put out he just put out a song in August as well. Yeah. Can we go back? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, this stuff is very different. Yeah. Right? I kind of like to work with people like that, though. Like, yeah, I like to yeah. work with people that are really different than myself. Yeah, for sure. And then I also checked out uh, Mark's Mark's profile, and he does, he's, like, more into country. Is that Am I right there? No, he's, like, a, he likes, well, he kind of likes everything. He does play in, with, like, some country people. He's, like, in London, he's a drummer for hire. Okay. Too. So he actually on Spotify, he has like kind of like a more funky couple albums that he's done. Okay. He does play in like a popular band called Five Oceans also. Okay. Yeah. And it's, yeah. So like he's, 
he has like a little bit more like training when it comes to like reading music and like all that kind of stuff. Like mm -hmm. he's great with that stuff, but he's kind of one of those guys where it's like, can you play this? And he's like, yep. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. He's just got it. Yeah. Right away. So true. Yeah. But I like, I, I just like, like working with people that are like different from me in the sense of like, we don't even have to listen to the same kind of music, but I think we could still like build something together and it would be Definitely. cool and you would get like all these different things you normally wouldn't get. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And do you think, do you think that moving forward, like are Mark and Craig, they're in the band now? Like, or is it more hired guns? Yeah. I don't know. We're like Craig is for sure. Um, Mark is like, we're just like figuring things out still. Mm -hmm. Like, I, well, I guess, yeah, it's a weird time, right? Yeah, that's the, that's the thing, right? Like, with COVID and everything like that, like, it's hard to tell if when we go back to shows and stuff, if he'll have, like, the time to do it with all the other projects that he's doing, too. Actually, he plays in a, a rockier band, too, called Jan Marino and the Hearts, and they're great as well. Mm. So they're definitely worth checking out as well. Um, but, yeah, no, like, but the record that we're writing right now, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I think it's, cool. yeah, I think it's going to be great. Sweet. I think it's going to be super fun. That's wicked. What else have you been doing during all of this COVID stuff? Like maybe like stuff outside of music? Uh, I'm trying to take up running right now. Oh, trying dude, to, me like... too. Oh, are you? How's it going for you? Not well. Uh, <laughs> not well. I mean, like I got out a few times, but I just, I found like if I did it maybe like three times in a week, I every day that I wasn't doing it, I felt bad. So I started getting in that uh, mindset that people always tell you like, man, if you just start working out, you'll want to start working out. I'm like, that makes no sense to me at all. And then, yeah, I just, I started feeling that. And then I just felt bad and didn't really do anything about it. Now I'm like back to like not doing it. I, but I've decided that this week I'm, I'm going to get back into it and like really try been putting on uh, the COVID weight. Like I've noticed uh, a lot of my buddies have, uh, have been saying, you know, like Frank, man, you're looking a bit bigger, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh so. man, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying though. Like, I've been trying to go two, three times a week. Yeah, and it's it's hard because it's like, I feel like everybody who tells you it's like, oh yeah, you'll just want to work out all the time. It's just like, yeah, but I'm so busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> you know. When do people find time for any of this? I don't, I don't get know. It. I don't get it's, it. That's crazy. But like, I've been trying to get up at like six in the morning and going because it's like not quite as hot. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what kills me, though, is like it's trying to get up so early. Yes. But then, uh, yeah, no, like I think, yeah, it's just maybe it's kind of like that. You just have to keep going. And then one day you're like, yes. Yeah. I did it. Apparently, that's that's what's supposed to happen, I think. <laughs> Great. I'm looking guess, forward to that day. Yeah, yeah, I know. Or, like, hitting that, like, runner's high. That's another thing that I'm like, what does that mean? What is that? <laughs> Do you find, like, so I find, like, when I'm running, um, I try to test our new songs that way, too. Or it's okay. like, so if I listen to our songs and I start running faster, then I'm like, okay, cool, I'm on to something. Oh, Cool. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. So, huh. like, if there's anything that we're writing that's, like, 45 BPM and up, right? like, I'll listen to that, and if I start running faster, then I'm like, yeah. It's kind of working. Like, yeah, it's like, you know, when people put music on in the car, and they're, like, they're doing, like, 50, and then the song that, they like, comes on, like, all of a sudden they're doing, like, 
85. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet that's happened to me a few times for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, I kind of think it's the same concept. Okay, cool. Well, I've actually been closing off, like we're at the, pretty much at the end of my, uh, my questions. Oh, okay, cool. So, um, but I have been asking people, like, what have you been listening to throughout all of this? What have I been listening to? Hang on, let me pull up the Spotify here. I just discovered this band today called The Flaming Sideburns, which is like a Detroit rock band. Yeah, okay. it's one record they have called Hallelujah Rock and Rolla is pretty sweet. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what else I got here? It's on my recent. Uh, Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers, Fu Manchu, uh, and you will know us by the Trail of Dead. I've been listening to a lot of the no- new OBGMs. Man, those guys are oh, killing it. Oh man, they're so good. They're yeah, their so new good. stuff's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nicest dudes ever too. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, so that, nice. I've I've honestly been finding that with uh, all of these interviews I do, everyone everyone's so nice. Like I think like if you're an asshole, you're probably not gonna make it. Or I don't know. I guess you can like make it up to a point and then start becoming an asshole. But like I just all these interviews I've been doing with anyone it's just everyone's just so so cool and like to the point where i'm like huh i did not think you would be like this you know what i mean like especially if you're if i'm like interviewing someone that's in like in the heavier uh heavier band like uh i'm interviewing the guitarist from teeth uh tomorrow cool and just from our our email exchange i'm like this guy's gonna be pretty cool to talk to i think and like when i was listening to the music i was like i i like that kind of stuff and i'm like i don't know i always just like go in with like this this mindset mindset of like what the person's going to be and then like it's never like that they're always like way not that i go in with like low expectations but it's always like people just are people are cool which is which is good it's, it's nice awesome. to see that yeah that's always great then yeah okay. is there is there like a, a genre that people would be wouldn't expect you to listen to that you're just like i'm actually a huge fan of this band and it's like totally left field hmm i've been listening to a bit of like father john misty lately Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, on. It's got okay. some pretty good tracks. It's kind of like I get to the point where I want to wind down and then I'm, I don't know what to pick. And then I end up just like, oh, somebody mentioned that. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm going to try and listen good. to The National pretty soon. I've never okay. listened to that band. So cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You should check out um, his name's uh, The White Buffalo. If you're, oh, if you're kind okay. of like dipping your toes yeah. into Father John, like he's like that, a bit more Americana. Uh, and he's cool. uh, he's an interesting dude too. He came from like a punk background and now he just plays like folky Americana music and he's got a great voice. He's he's awesome. Check That's him out cool. For sure. What's that one guy who has the, the mask? Orville Peck. Yeah, I, I want to yeah. check. I want to check his music out too. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's yeah, on my it's, list it's good. tomorrow. If you're, yeah, yeah, definitely check it out. It's like. Uh, Oh, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's country, but it's not. It's like cinematic country. I think that's what I would like. I always just think of, like, Western movies when, when I hear him play. Like, it's just, like, more of, like, a cinematic vibe to everything. But, yeah, he's he's really good, too. That's super cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll be into that. I'll definitely yeah. be into that. Yeah, I think you'll like it, man. Sweet. Cool, dude. Well, Jared, thanks so much, man. Hey, thank you. That was cool, great, dude. man. Thanks so much.